This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. अंग्रेज अपना लगान और न्यूज लॉन्ड्री अपना हफ्ता कभी नहीं छोड़ते वेलकम टू हफ्ता वेन द पब्लिक पेज द पब्लिक इज सर्व एंड एडवर्टाइजर्स पे एडवर्टाइजर सर्व टूडे वी हैव अ वेरी डिफरेंट एंड स्पेशल हफ्ता बिकॉज हाफ द हफ्ता इज बींग रिकॉर्डेड हेयर इन आर स्टूडियो एंड द अदर हाफ विल बी फ्रॉम द लोकेशन एट द मीडिया रंबल विच इज टेकिंग प्लेस दिस वीक एंड दोज ऑफ यू हु बी देर सी यू देर दोज ऑफ यू हु वॉन्ट यू कैन कैच इट ऑन लाइन सो टूडे ऑन द हफ्ता ऑन द पैनल we have samrat x he doesn't like using his surname he's joining us from kolkata he lives in shillong but has also lived in assam in the past uh, i know he won't like it when we say this but he i'd say is somewhat of an authority on all matters northeast even while that sounds a generalization bordering on racist ki sab northeast ek hi hai but i think that that's a bit of a being over woke just like people say south india an expert on south india it's fine you can club karnataka tamil nadu Kerala and Andhra as one political block, just like you can club Uttar Pradesh, Bihar, and Madhya Pradesh as one. So the oversensitive types, please get over yourselves. And um, <laughs> Manisha is looking nice. perplexed <laughs> on that friendly and not hostile <laughs> note at all. Uh, we have our award-winning journalist Hi. Manisha Pandey with Hello. us. Hello. And we have our in-house design head and chief artist. Uh, one of the finest in the country all the beautiful illustrations that you see are done by him anish hello who will give you his surname himself anish daulagupu daulagum gupu daulagupu uh, who is not dimasa dimasa and the reason anish is joining us he doesn't usually uh, although he's an in-house uh, team is because we are going to be discussing uh, national register for C- of citizens nrc of as uh, you know which has just started in assam it has led to major political rumblings all over the country i'll briefly explain why and uh, i thought it would be interesting to get a view of two people who have skin in the game both anish and samrat and are from there uh, because often we get a criticism ki hum hi apna gyan phelte rehte hain about pe- places we you know have no skin in the game and don't know enough about so i hope this will be a really good introduction or an explaining or analysis of the nrc so on popular demand since so many of our subscribers and listeners insisted that we have a segment we have a portion of this hafta dedicated to that i'll just tell you what the nrc is the nrc is something that was promised in the assam accord uh, back in 19 uh, first one was carried out in 1951 which was after the census and then there were promises to update it because of fears of illegal immigrants and it was finally signed as a undertaking in 1950, the assam accord yeah according that, to rules framed in the assam accord uh, so now basically the idea why this happened was because there were a certain criticism and disgruntlement of people from assam which that there are a lot of people here who are actually illegal infiltrators they do not uh, have a vote here they're not even indian citizens but at the same and time they're changing the, the demography and they ch- yeah the demographic you know uh, entire uh, data is being warped by their presence there but at the same time there were native uh you know the people from india who are you know legitimate indians who also settled there and because it's very difficult to tell them apart there was supposed to be an exercise which is a robust clinical exercise which actually tells you who is from here who is not the rules framed to anyone from 1971 is the cut off date is that right yeah. 1971 yes. march 24 1971 so if you were there on or before that date you would get citizenship irrespective 
otherwise you would have to prove your ancestry or you will not get citizenship in india so the only so thing that was because of the war which happened with bangladesh Pakistan, with, uh, with east pakistan right e, the what was east pakistan yeah. a lot yeah. of uh, so yeah, people, people came, came and we uh, so the government said we are going to give you uh, refugee status and once the war is over you should go, go, back. go back and a lot of people didn't end did up not go back so the refugee status stayed on permanently because india is a land of opportunity believe it or not but also hindu refugees would be persecuted in bangladesh i mean from years to come after the war also there was but then the, but, so but you, this government is obviously soft on hindu refugees but hmm. more importantly uh, assam has been in the news but why this has national implications is because this actually applies to all over the country it is being done by in assam because of the accord but it can this exercise can be done anywhere in the country to create this nrc and that uh, in my view personally is the main aim of politicizing this because my guess is this is going to be the driving election kind of rhetoric that the bjp will take uh, this uh, in the coming election so we will discuss that in a little more detail from people who know and i just want to put out a disclaimer saying that i'm not an expert on this uh, i just live this so i have my opinions please do not Uh, lynch me afterwards so you see anish is obviously <laughs> a complete misfit on the hafta because he says he's not an expert on something hum to bade expert bete you know, guys are clearly like anish and i sit every week talking from everything from trump to the honduras <laughs> to you know the revolutions in chile and and kerala cuz we are fucking experts in everything anish <laughs> tum yaar hafte mein fitter nahi hote tum bade humble type ke ho aise nahi chalega so let's get into it samrat who's joining us from Bengal in Kolkata uh, your piece on it called the great nrc mess has been shared widely and um, a lot of people have read it and found it found it very informative uh, so before i start can i just have everyone's positions on this uh, yours is clear but if you could just summarize for it uh, for our listeners uh, samrat what is your position on this nrc the need for it and the implementation both aspects well uh, thanks uh thanks abhinandan and uh, you know see my position in brief is basically that there is a need to protect india's borders and that uh, illegal migration is a problem i concede that the 4100 kilometer boundary between india and bangladesh is porous these are my starting positions my objection to the nrc which in its present form i am opposing is because it is evident that a lot of people among the 40 lakh who will be you know victimized because of this in different ways are almost certainly indians for example people have been mentioning there is one bjp mla whose name is not on the list there is one bjp mla whose wife's name is not on the list yes today there in the express there is actually the indian army for 30 years whose name correct. is not on the list in fact there is one air force president of india whose family is not on the list correct correct so there are some air force mm-hmm. uh, officials also whose names are not on the list so yeah there is that long mm-hmm. list so but uh, i mean i i don't want to make this a black and white kind of discussion of positions like uh, some channels tend to but if i were to take a slightly nuanced view the implementation of or this project as it has unrolled in your view mm. is unnecessary and destructive is that right see i don't think it was unnecessary i'm th- that's why i'm saying i'm not opposed to the nrc per no, se conceptually but this saying, this project as it's unrolled right now i'm saying that this was flawed i am saying that that the present exercise unfortunately despite all the effort seems to be flawed and for me that is a problem because you know you can't throw out lakhs of people who may very well be indian because some clerks screwed up right so um anish you again you can t- tell me the nuance of your position but if i were to kind of categorize it you are in favor of 
such a registry is that right i mean like this step has been the nrc is something that the people of assam have been wanting for the longest time so something like this i i thought like the government would do something to actually uh, recognize the different and differentiate between the different uh, between the illegal uh, immigrants and the actual inhabitants of assam the way that it's being done and uh, i'm i don't know if it's like the, if it was the best way there there are flaws as have been pointed out but but before you go any further if i may ask samrat you have skin in the game because you are a bengali settled in assam is that right in shillong no no i am from shillong, shillong. i am i was born and brought up in shillong but you are bengali and, uh, my father is born and brought up in assam okay and uh, but from so bengal initially yeah we are from the northeast generally broadly speaking post partition hmm. my grandfather was in silet with in a referendum in a very uh, controversial referendum went into what is now bangladesh and uh, you know as a result of that they moved to assam where my father's elder brother was then already in so the eldest brother so you're of and, uh, bangla ancestry who father lived in assam and now you live in shillong basically right yeah i divide my time between shillong and kolkata now earlier as you know i used to live in delhi and bombay right. and also you know different so th- so that's your skin in the game anish you see yourself as a inhabitant so, uh, as a uh, mallu would say native what is your native <laughs> so i'm a dumasa tribal from assam uh, I, we consider ourselves like most tribes do to be the first inhabitants of assam okay <laughs> so you don't consider yourself assamese as much as you consider yourself damasa yeah so the thing is people always have found it very irritating because there are a lot of different tribes in assam a lot of different tribes in assam and the thing is uh, whenever you people say that i am from assam people automatically say that you are assamese Mm. but you're not because you know uh, our tribal um, identity identity is very important as well so there are karbis who would say that we are not assamese we are actually as karbi dimasa people say we are dimasa mar people would say we are mar and yours is one of the dominant tribes one of the larger tribes over there so how would I'm, i don't expect you to speak on behalf of the whole tribe but generally in your family and extended friend circle how is this being perceived see uh, the place that we reside the mahasa which is where a large percentage of our uh, tribal population is the bangladeshi influence over there has been very minimal because uh, our district is an autonomous council and um, the there are certain laws which prohibits people from uh, people who are not tribal to uh, not you know so the the so called infiltration has infiltration not impacted your has area not much impacted our area so are they except for uh, like before the autonomous council was formed if there were any people uh, including bengalis who had land over there were allowed to keep the land so are you saying by and large uh, your part of assam My is part indifferent of assam to it is indifferent to it except the the people who live around the bengali muslim population in there there is a significant bengali muslim population in uh, the mahasa as well and most of the people that we know have gotten the names in the nrc okay. including very poor people like my maid at home mm. she got into the nrc um another help that Uh, so there is no major opposition to it either it, there is no major criticism to the nrc there is no major criticism to the nrc my main issue with the way that the media is handling the nrc is they are saying that the bjp is causing a lot of the uh, they are trying to push in uh, push out a lot of the muslims out hmm. of the nrc while the thing is like if the congress had been in power as well they would have kept a lot of muslims in the nrc uh, who may not actually have deserved to be there you say yes. who would be legitimate so, yeah uh, infiltrators yeah so 
I think like a lot of the errors might just be clerical errors. Obviously, the BJP might try. I mean, like we have no proof of it, but we'll do what's politically expedient for them. Yeah. But you're saying the Congress would have done what is politically expedient for them, even at the cost of national uh, interest. I see. So as promised, we bring you Hafta from the Media Rumble. We have some of the finest journalists in the country and might I say the world uh, here with us. Uh, right now, I'm going to speak with Malini Subramanyam, who was with the scroll. And if you remember, she we have featured her earlier on News Laundry, where she faced the wrath of the state and of a bullying community, which was supported by the state. And we have the editor of Prabhat Khabar, uh, Ashutosh Chaturvedi. Thank you f- both for coming to the media. First of all, welcome, sir. Thank you very much. And welcome, Malini. Thank you so much. Let me uh, start with you, Malini. Uh, what do you think are the biggest challenges that journalism and news generally is facing in the current environment? And are they unique or have we been here before? You see, I've been in the field of journalism since 2015, since I've been actively reporting. One of the things that I'm observing right now is that very few grounded reports that are coming out. So that is the biggest challenge. People are There are more opinion pieces, but less of uh, ground report. The other part is that places like Bassar, from where I reported, and many others, it's becoming increasingly more difficult to pull out news because there's lots happening, uh, a lot of arrests happening, a lot of killings happening, and counter-deaths happening. But nobody's able to verify news, nobody's able to go back to those places. Why is that? Is it laziness or no one wants to risk being on the ground? Hopefully not laziness, but it's more to do with the fear of uh, being branded as Maoists if you go there. The other part is that, you know, the fear of the Maoists themselves, you know, doing something against you is also a fear that a mo- lot of journalists face. So they but get it from both sides? They get from both sides, but uh, the effort to take on that work uh, needs a bit of a risk undertaking and I think we need to push the envelope to tell the state that we would go uh, you know, we need to go and be there to know what the exact uh, truth is. So that is not happening. If I remember correctly, state-endorsed goons had uh, broken your car windscreen and there was major, um, you know, uh, intimidation because you reported on some ground issues that need to be reported, like you said, and very few people are doing it. How is it now? Like, do you live in f- constant fear? Is there, are you able to go to places that you want to go to? How have things changed? See, the fact that they were, uh, they wanted to drive people like us out and they uh, were successful in that. They managed to push the news down so there's very little news coming out in the sense that, you know, I do reach out to those places but it's difficult coming from, I live in Hyderabad now, so reaching those places. Why is it because of, it was impossible for you to live where you lived earlier or? Well, they threw me out because the landlord uh, was threatened to throw me out of the house and who's going to give me a rented accommodation again until I have my own house which I have now sort of done it and I do go and live there. It's just about ready so I, I try go there live there and then hope to return to these places so I do go to those villages and uh, sort of uh, gradually building up my uh, work back again thank you for what you do it's a great service you're doing and all you listeners listening in that's how difficult reporting is so next time you sit on your asses and just talk shit put yourself in those shoes and tell us how long you'd last uh, and until then do support independent journalists across spectrums across platforms if you really care about news Ashutosh, what are the main uh, challenges in journalism and if you could just shed a little bit of light on how you see digital changing journalism Prabhat Khabar nikalta hai wo ilake mein bahut zyada digital ka asar nahi hai isme koi shak nahi ki wahan par digital har jagah hai connectivity ke issues hain bahut hi interior jagah hai logon ke paas mein jo 
पैसे हैं उसकी भी दिक्कत है लेकिन ये सही है कि मार्केट ने अखबारों के पूरे एक स्वरूप को चरित्र को बदल दिया है ये शहर सेंट्रिक चाहते हैं जो एडवर्टाइजर है उसका बड़ा प्रेशर है जिसके पास पैसा है कुछ खरीदने के लिए तो ये होता है कि साहब वो उस क्लास में आप अखबार बेचिए जिसमें जिसके पास परचेजिंग पावर है तो वो ज़्यादातर शहरों में ही केंद्रित है बाजार है मार्केटिंग के बहुत सारे दबाव है अगर आप देखें अगर मैं जैसे एडिटर इन चीफ हूँ तो मुझे बहुत सारी चीज़ों से देखना पड़ता है न्यूज़ प्रिंट की प्राइसेस पिछले तिगुनी हो गई हैं और कट थ्रोट कंपटीशन है अखबारों में हम लोग जैसे फेस करते हैं तीन तीन पब्लिक लिमिटेड वाले अखबार हैं हमारे मार्केट में पूरे इसमें जिसमें हम लोग एक रीजनल अखबार हैं तो उसमें प्राइस वॉर चल रही है न्यूज़ प्रिंट की प्राइसिस बढ़ गई हैं सरकारें बड़ी विज्ञापनदाता हो गई हैं उनके अलग अपने दबाव हैं छोटे छोटे से ग्रुप्स हैं उनके भी दबाव हो गए कॉपोरेट अलग उनके अलग हैं बहुत सारी बड़ी बड़ी कंपनियां हैं उनके विज्ञापन दाता है उसके बीच में ये हम लोगों के लिए सबके लिए बड़ी चुनौती है कि निष्पक्ष और सही खबरें लोगों तक पहुंचे ये तो एक कमर्शियल एस्पेक्ट हो गया लेकिन आपका तो एक्सपीरियंस है आप एडिटर इन चीफ हैं कभी तो आपने एक ट्रेनिंग रिपोर्टर से शुरुआत की होगी क्या इनमें से कौन सी प्रॉब्लम यूनिक दो की है कौन सी प्रॉब्लम हमेशा थी और किस हद तक ये जो एक मैक पर्सनली तो मानता हूँ लेकिन इन परस्यूट ऑफ फेनस कई लोग कहते हैं कि एक हवा है ये सरकार की जर्नलिस्ट पर हाउ यूनिक इज दैट इज दैट न्यू इज द कॉमर्स एंगल न्यू वॉट इज न्यू एंड वॉट इज लाइक इट हैज ऑलवेज बिन बट वी हैव टैकल चैलेंजेस देखिए ये सही है कि दबाव हमेशा से सरकारों का मीडिया पर रहा है कुछ ना कुछ है उसकी इम्पैक्ट और उसका असर थोड़ा सा ज़्यादा और कम हो सकता है लेकिन उसके बीच में ज़्यादा या कम अभी मतलब ये बिल्कुल जो है ये कहना बड़ा मुश्किल है कि वो कंपरेटिव डिग्री कितनी है लेकिन कॉपरेट का भी दबाव कुछ ग्रुप्स हैं जो बहुत सारी कम्युनिटीज़ हैं वो दबाव डालने लगे हैं कि साहब नहीं हमारे खबरें इसी तरह से छपेंगी जो हम लोग आजकल फेस कर रहे हैं वो नहीं तो हम आपका अखबार जो है एक एथनिक कम्युनिटीज और कास्ट हो गई कम्युनल लाइन उस टाइप हाँ वो भी एक प्रेशर फ्लेक्सिंग मसल मसल और उसमें अखबार को उसमें ये सब हम लोगों के लिए बड़ी चुनौती है दूसरा जो सबसे बड़ी बात है जिसकी और मान ली हमने भी थोड़ा सा इशारा किया रिपोर्टिंग ग्राउंड रिपोर्टिंग जो अंदर जाकर और लोगों के इश्यूज हैं कंसर्न हैं जिसके लिए प्रभात खबर जाना जाता है उसको है इसमें निश्चित रूप है कि थोड़ा बहुत हम लोगों में भी शहर में जरा आसान होता है रिपोर्टिंग करना गांव में उनके इश्यूज को हाईलाइट फ्रॉम वे यू स्लीप टू हाउ यू ड्राइव टू वे यू गेट एवरीथिंग इज अ चैलेंज सो वाई डिड यू बिकम अ जर्नलिस्ट आपको तो काफी टाइम हो गया आप क्यों बने थे जर्नलिस्ट और आज क्या वही परस्यूट या वही आइडियल कायम है कि आप कारण बदल गए हैं नहीं नहीं मैं असल में मेरे ग्रैंडफादर जर्नलिस्ट थे और किसी समय विशाल भारत और गांधी जी के साथ में थे फ्रीडम स्ट्रगल में उन्होंने किया तो उनकी कुछ प्रेरणा से ही मैं आया था हालांकि मेरी बैकग्राउंड जो है कभी उस तरह की नहीं थी मेरी जो दूसरी पीढ़ी थी पिताजी और सारे अंकल्स वगैरह वो सब टीचिंग पे थे वो चाहते थे कि टीचिंग पे हो लेकिन मैंने साइंस पढ़ने के बावजूद जो है केवल उनकी वजह से हुआ और एक पैशन की वजह से हुआ केवल उस समय तो एक कोई प्रोफेशन नहीं हुआ करता था जर्नलिस्ट कायम है क्या बिल्कुल जो है उसके लिए मैंने Uh, for about three years or so. So you really prepared long to be a journalist, huh? Yeah, looks like. No, I mean I didn't deliberately prepare, but it's just that I'm happy to have uh, made the full circle to come back to reporting. Thank you both. Thank you for talking to me. Thank, thank you very much. All of you listening in, the Chota Hafta. Do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta.
We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.